the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fortune-making spirit of today's marketplace, The Rob Black Show. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, insurance, and much, much more. I always like to start the show with some headline news as well as market news from yesterday, moving to today's action and ideas. I think the big headline news that probably isn't shaking up your world, but I, I noticed it. Bonnaroo, the organizers of Bonnaroo, an iconic music festival in Tennessee, set to start tomorrow. Some days I have to look at the calendar to figure out if today's Tuesday or Wednesday. I get those days flipped sometimes. So big music festival is going to start in Tennessee. Canceled the event at the last minute. Nope, not because of COVID, but because heavy rains over the past two weeks have drenched the area, making it unsafe. Wow. That is a reminder because the first, when I saw Bonnaroo, young people, more likely unvaccinated, I'm like, that's got to be a COVID story, right? Flooding. Be prepared for anything. I don't want to bring up a Boy Scout analogy, but be prepared. The SP 500 tied a record. On its seventh straight month in the green. It's the longest winning streak since 2017. Seven straight up months. Now, what if we have a bad September? Boo-hoo. I'll take seven out of eight. I'll take seven out of nine. I'll take seven out of ten. You hit those kind of numbers in baseball and you're in the Hall of Fame. First ballot. You hit those kind of numbers, you you win the lottery. Not one in two million, seven in Seven for seven? Stop saying the market's a roller coaster. Stop saying it's a game. Investors are closely watching oil prices, though. After Hurricane Ida knocked out at least 94, 95% of the Gulf of Mexico oil and gas production. That's one of those things where we're looking for the creeper. The creeping thing that can get into the market and cause a little calamity. Afghanistan is not causing calamity on the stock market, although we noticed it pretty early on. President Biden defended his Afghanistan exit strategy against heavy criticism, calling it an extraordinary success after helping airlift more than 120,000 people from the country. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is saying that there's still 100 Americans remaining in Afghanistan. He's working on getting them out. Again, headline news does crash into Wall Street on a very regular basis. In this case, Biden had momentum at the start of the year on getting his agenda done. Infrastructure plan, Democrats control Congress. And it's slowly starting to evaporate. I don't know what we could have done other than continue to stay there and spend billions of dollars in nation that here's my opinion it's not ours to decide 
it should be the UNs. <clears throat> but every year that we're there is more billions of dollars going into a nation that's never going to contribute to us, but we can stabilize that area. There's a negative and there's a positive. Allbirds is a sneaker company that my spouse from California loves. I don't get it. I'm a Nike guy. But back in 2017, direct-to-consumer startups flooded your Instagram feed with pastel colors. They cut out the middleman, Allbirds, the maker of footwear that's graced the soles of many a tech bro, has filed to go public. They have a sustainability angle that I'm going to have to look at. Because Allbirds says its supply chain has been carbon neutral since 2019. And that the carbon footprint of its standard sneakers is 30% less than its rivals. Kids, kids and Instagram, man. That's all I'm going to say is kids and TikTok, kids and Instagram, they could ruin. No, nah, they can't ruin Nike. They could ding Nike and, and propel a company like Allbirds into it. Quite an investment idea. When I say investment idea, that means I'm thinking about it. I'm not there yet. Now, Allbirds hasn't made any money since it was founded, nor does it expect to come uh, public. I'm sorry, nor does it expect to be profitable anytime soon. My notes are a little scratchy, sorry. But Allbirds joins a company like Warby Parker that they're incredibly pretty wildebeests. And you're wondering, consumer-facing companies, how can they survive against the big boys? And you get a couple Willoughby's together and you, you get a herd. You get a couple herds together and you get a man and you get a stampede. And that stampede are the millennials who say, we like Warby Parker. They give a pair of glasses away to a poor country whenever I buy a pair of glasses from them. Their pricing is definitely lower than the site for sore eyes type of uh, retail chain that's around America. Chobani, Sweet Green, Roger Federer's backed on. Um all planning IPOs, all basically trying to cash in on the strength of the U.S. consumer, all tied towards advertising on situations like TikTok and Instagram. As is typically the case, Hurricane Ida's perils are just beginning. Since Ida made landfall as a category four hurricane, it's left one million homes and businesses without power. Think Genovac. Go take a look at Genovac stock. I'm not saying you could buy it every July right before hurricane season in August, but I'm starting to think maybe I could park some short-term money there. Again, just an idea, not a reality. But it also brings up the question on why do we keep building back this way? The energy utility is not PG&E there. Boo, PG&E. It's a company called Entergy. They said 2,000 miles of its transmission lines were without service. Um, maybe we should build back and put the wires underground. Just saying. <clears throat> and it's kind of interesting because as a society, we've become used to cell phones. And now the cell phones have a double whammy, no electricity and uh, no gas in the car. So you can't charge your car and your can't charge your phone in your car. Oh, boy. University of Tulane. Tulane University is the right way of saying that, right? They've begun evacuating their students to Houston. 
Um, Zoom's 40 Minutes of Fame. I love that. Sometimes playing with words is fun on Wall Street, right? Plunging sales growth, latest sign the pandemic winners could be hitting a wall. Is Zoom Peloton? They were, I think, don't they have to be the two poster children of the pandemic? Zoom stock fell 17% yesterday as after investors got a peek into the company's post-pandemic life. Zoom plans to turn its software into a destination app that offers everything from group planning to document editing. I don't know about that. I think of a company like Microsoft when I think that. Now, what Zoom could do is every now and then you call Comcast or you know, a service company to be put online and get technical service. I'd like to see technical services move online, except for when you're calling Comcast, your cable's not working, so they can't see you, right? Ugh. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money and investing and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. That's robblackshow.com. Have a question? Reach out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. Yesterday was very mellow. The S&P 500 managed to market seventh consecutive month of the game. Big story yesterday was Case Shiller U.S. National Index showed the American home prices rocketed 18.6% year over year in June. At this pace, all homes will cost about $7 million in a few years. Like, you can't grow at that much of a pace. So expect a slowdown. Count on a slowdown. Don't be surprised if one comes. Slice is a new robotic pizza. Ria, not a robotic pizza. Pizzeria. It makes pizza pies at a fraction of the cost of traditional pizzerias. They're looking for investors. And I'm like, wow. One of the greatest jobs in history of making pizzas and throwing dough in the air and spinning it and making your kids think you're a magician. Going the way of the dodo bird. Um, apples and pumpkin spice. Uh, it's that time of year. This bull market has laughed at nearly all worry throughout 2021. Keep in mind, September can be a pretty tough month of drama. We're due for a correction. We've got a lot of optimism. Make sure that you have enough diversity so that if there is a correction, it doesn't surprise you or knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Pops going to knock you out. What else do we have to hit? ADP, uh, the ADP jobs report missed expectations. At some point in time, we're not going to be saying forever and ever being an apologist for the stock market. Stocks deeped out the seventh straight month, and that's on one hand. On the other hand, payrolls increased by 374,000, well below expectations of 600,000. So I'm going to say that's a negative flag. We got positive flags, low cost of money. 
We have a neutral flag. The government has done a lot in the past to stimulate the economy. But the Biden agenda is starting to get look a little more difficult to get through, as is, without compromise. Oil prices, a little bit of a negative flag. Sitting at $72 a barrel, as we're seeing hurricane season can take off American oil pretty darn fast. But it's worthy of note. There's a 400,000 barrel per day increase. It's well-priced in the markets, so they're starting to... Uh, open the taps. China passed a mandate, for lack of a better word, of kids are only allowed to play three hours of video games a week, and that's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for one hour. It's kind of interesting because I just heard a lot of moms who don't like video games say, see, see. <laughs> don't compare yourself to China, please. Um, JD.com and Tencent standouts as they're starting to kind of go through the damage of the Chinese regulations. And there's going to be some winners and some losers. They all got hit in, with the ugly stick. Rosenblatt securities downgrade at Facebook to neutral from buy. I don't know. When I look at a company like, uh, Facebook. I'm not really worried about the analysts. I'm worried. There's a lot of anecdotal means a lot. But then again, a lot of the advertising that happened in 2020 and early 2021 was on social media. So if you see a company like a um, Zoom say things are slowing in our world, maybe a little bit there too, but no, I'm not going to go there. What else is there? The stories aren't that great here. Regeneron's in the news. Regeneron's pharmaceuticals do Prixit. It treats a range of autoimmune diseases. Could be the top-selling drug in the world by 2030. That's got me intrigued. Top-selling drug in the world. Is it Viagra? No, 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 no. Is it Himaira? No, 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 no. Do Prixit. Um... Regeneron and Sanofi set a phase three trial of Dupixent as a treatment for atopic dermatitis in children six months to five years old has yielded positive results. Patients who received the drug demonstrated a 70% average improvement overall in the disease severity. That's interesting to note. Regeneron is a company that I've been studying for over 20 years. And this is going to be kind of, it's going to blow your mind in a second. Probably about 23 years ago, I dated a girl who was a Regeneron scientist. And she handled Reese monkeys. And they did testing on monkeys, on their hearts. And I was like, that's got to be depressing. And she's like, what we're trying to do is much bigger than depressing. I'm like, okay, fair, 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 fair. And what they were trying to do was soften the heart tissue as you get older and plaques build up in your heart and... I don't know, a heart disease, but all your veins and arteries get brittle. And then one snaps and you have a stroke or a heart attack. Um, that's not good. So Regeneron Pharmaceuticals still in the news. I find that enlightening. Uh, Tesla is getting into more headline risk. Not necessarily anything else. 
but headline risk could lead to recall risk or it could lead to sanctions or some other things from regulators on Tesla. It turns out that the U.S. auto safety regulators have identified a 12th crash involving Tesla vehicles that were used <clears throat> near a car accident where there was an emergency vehicle that had its lights going and were involved in their driver's, driver assistance systems. The emergency vehicles get hit. What's wrong with this eyeball on Tesla that it doesn't realize this is a vehicle that stopped? The 12th situation occurred in Orlando on Saturday. Tesla sent an 11-page letter with questions. Uh, no, Tesla sent an 11-page letter with questions as part of the investigation. So Tesla's autopilot handles some driving tasks and allows drivers to keep their hands off the wheel for extended periods of time. And this seems to be more and more out there, right? The car accidents we're hearing about tend to be Teslas are hitting other cars that are parked on the side of the road. Um, having driven a Tesla, when a big lane merges into a smaller lane or a normal size lane, so when you have like an on-ramp lane, um, Tesla thinks it's got a big wide lane to hang in the middle of. So it, it stays there before drifting a little bit too uncomfortably long. But that's my that's my only criticism. So it's a pretty cool system, but I don't think it's all it's cracked up to be. Uh, will Elon Musk ever lose his mojo and his magic? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, all social media Rob Black Show. Coming up, we got the one, the only, briefing.com. I'm Rob Black. Find us at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Questions about how to invest in your retirement? Check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation. Subscribe to the podcast and video channels. No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. Robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Every Wednesday at this time, I speak with Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com. We've talked for 20 plus years. That's crazy as far as a relationship goes. It's long, It's probably like one of the longest in my life. Uh, Mr. O'Hare, how are you today? Hey, Rob, I'm doing fine. 20 years later still. That's right. And we still haven't met face to face. And I'm going to make that happen <laughs> at some point in time. Um, <laughs> I look forward to it. Thanks. Yeah. And um, a new money crowd is the title of your page one uh, briefing.com segment this morning. What do we need to know about a new money crowd? That was that, that got me interested. <laughs> well, I, you know, is a kind of a play on words, really just um, so today, September one, right? The okay. first trading day of a new first trading day of a new month. And uh, it's it's not uncommon to see new money get put to work on the first day of a new month, uh, and that's particularly true in the context of an upward trending market. And you know, it's no mystery to anyone at this point that we have an upward trending um, stock market. And so, um, and so I think we're just seeing that you know uh, the continuation of of uh, money coming off the sidelines and uh, continuation of the bull market. And so. With the futures market this morning pointing to a higher open, I was just alluding to the fact that you're likely going to see new money be put to work. And it was 
you know, a crowd of new money that was helping to push up the futures on the expectation that you'd see a positive start for the cash market. So as we do start the new month, that means we're down to our final four months of the year, September, October, November, December. Um, I'm seeing more and more stories in the financial press that Delta is causing question marks. And I think my favorite one today is that Procter & Gamble is are running their toilet paper mills, their, their paper mills, 24-7, 365 at this point in time, as Americans are starting to stockpile toilet paper again. Um, how worried are you that we're not going to live up to our potential in the back half of the year? And will that reconcile itself with the stock market action? Um, you know, you could say in a certain respect that you're starting to see some of that, you know, quote, reconciliation process come into play here because, you know, of late, the market, while trading at a record high, you know, it hasn't had as much broad pace participation as you might think it would with the indication that it's a record high. You've seen just some tremendous outperformance from those same old mega cap names, uh, the Microsoft, the Apples, the Amazons, Alphabet, Facebook, uh, a few others in there. And they have, you know, they are responsible really for, for driving the market to record highs of late. And, and you, we're kind of seeing a, you know, microcosm of that this morning and that you have a Vanguard mega cap growth ETF. It's up almost 0.6% right now. And then you look at the Invesco S&P equal weight ETF, which is down 0.1%. Right. And you have an S&P 500 that's up 0.2%. So you see the outperformance or the, the influence of those mega cap names and, and the weight that they carry being able to dictate the overall movement at the index level, even though there may not be as much strength below it. And I think that that's somewhat a reflection of a shift to quality uh, and, and quality that works in kind of any kind of market we get here in the near term, and I mean any kind of stock market. Um, these these names, uh, you know, will hold up relatively well, maybe even go up in a down market. Um, and they're still going to be in demand, really, even if you get a, you know, a nice leg higher in the market. So, uh, but you're, you, you know, you're seeing a little bit of a, a backing off of some of the cyclical sectors of late. Um, and, and I think that does reflect, you know, some of the uh, dampening, uh, reopening momentum that the Delta variant has caused. But, uh, you know, at this point, you can also juxtapose the reports, you know, that we're, we're both seeing about the concerns surrounding the Delta variant with the reports that suggest that we may be at a peak in the Delta variant uh, cases. And you have a market that kind of sees through that as well, which is why you get a rotation within the stock market as opposed to just a, a mass exit for the exits on the concern that you're going to see, you know, the Delta variant really upset the apple cart. Well, we don't want the apple cart upset. So, um, <laughs> the jobs numbers is going to be a pretty big one on Friday. It feels like only because the Fed is watching it. They've told us they're watching it. Um, part of their mandate is full employment in the United States. What can we expect from the jobs numbers first Friday of the month? Obviously, um, every month, it's something that I kind of count on. And, and I think I'm feeling a little pressure on this one. Right. Well, it, this is really an interesting one because the the month in which the uh, survey was conducted for the employment report for August, you saw a, a very nice initial claims number. Uh, and that, you know, maybe in its 
in a pre-pandemic world that would tell you that you would likely see some pretty strong non-farm payrolls growth. And now we're still, the briefing.com consensus estimates at 750,000, right? That's, you know, again, in a pre-pandemic world, we'd be loving, you know, 750,000 new jobs uh, each month. Uh, but that would be, a, a you know, deceleration from the 943,000 that was reported in July. And this, this month can be a little bit strange because you do have the Delta variant out there that, you know, there's a there's a legitimate um, basis to argue that that might have slowed labor market growth in the month of August. And um, and it's just going to be, you know, it's a very much a wait and see mode. You know, this uh, it's been very difficult to forecast non-farm payrolls with any type of close precision and, and you can get a really wide range. And even today you saw the ADP employment change report, which I know has not been on the mark, you know, in many months. Uh, and it, you know, came in at 374,000. So um, I think that the market is probably braced for the possibility that it sees a somewhat disappointing non-farm payrolls number on Friday. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I wonder if it will still look through it on the basis of thinking that, uh, you'll see a pickup in hiring activity if, in fact, this Delta variant uh, factor has 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 peaked. And you know, and at the same time, you know, the market, the stock market certainly might appreciate the idea that a disappointing non-farm payrolls number here in the short term could be one of those factors that just forces a delay in the Fed tapering decision. And you might not hear that coming out of the September uh, FOMC meeting. So that's really what's at stake here is the market's perception of you know, what the Fed might actually say at that September 21, 22 meeting as it relates to any timeline on a tapering move. Is there anything else that you're working on for your uh, Friday report, big picture, that we need to be aware of? Because you go in depth on that. You go off. It's like a five-page read. It takes 10 minutes to get through. Um, it's one of my favorites. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, you're kicking some tires on some ideas here. Um, I think one of one of the ideas that is sort of jumping out at me as a, as a distinct possibility is, just, is really kind of a profile of who the 2022 FOMC members are going to be. And, you know, I can kind of preview that with the tease that uh, all of the new incoming voting presidents, with the exception of um, New York Fed President Williams, who has a permanent vote on the FOMC, the other four that are going to rotate into a voting position are pretty much all jonesing for the Fed to taper like now, uh, or certainly to announce a tapering decision now. So you could you could argue that they have a little bit more of a hawkish tilt, which could mean something more more important in 2022 if this supply chain disruption continues and you you see the stickiness of inflation pressures, and you have a a, a panel of voting members who might be more inclined to get a little bit more aggressive than the uh, the current panel is. So maybe something around that idea. Sounds excellent. We look forward to it as always. Thank you for joining us. It's Patrick O'Hare with briefing.com. I start my day every day with briefing.com. Um, his page one, when it's published, it's time to go. It's time to get up and bring the um, lunchbox to work and, and get going. Um, today he was talking obviously about the beginning of September, but he mixes in a little bit of oil, a little bit of jobs numbers, and uh, it just kind of sets the tone. For what it's worth, he did mention Apple. Apple's total market capitalization um, is huge. So 
He talks about the market weightedness of that. Apple's in the news today with Google. And it's not great news. A groundbreaking law in South Korea is going to require Apple and Google to allow alternative payment systems on their app stores, challenging the tech giant's dominance over purchases and threatening to stem the flow of lucrative commissions. How lucrative of commissions are they? Let's just put it this way. Uh, Google, their app store revenue hit $11.2 billion in 2019. And that really tells you that's a business in of itself. Every division of Apple, whether it be the watches or the uh, credit cards or the hardware or the software, um, they could all be broken out into businesses of themselves. What's interesting to note about that, as countries like South Korea crack down on Apple and Google's systems, various components, it could lead to a breakup of the company um, or a spinoff of certain divisions like South Korea could say, oh, we really like you, but we think your store needs to be separated outside of your business model. I would invest in the store and give it a premium price. And that means Apple stock would get a premium price. Again, that's a lot of, if ifs and nuts were candy and butts, so what a party would have. But um, as more pressure gets put on these guys, they'll become innovative. They won't just go, oh, geez, you're right. We're going to lose $11 billion. Not going to happen. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You can find briefing.com at getthisbriefing.com. A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. Raise your hand if anyone has a spouse like mine. Who tends to order a lot of things. The boxes come. She tries them on. 75% of the boxes go back to UPS to be returned. That's expensive. That, if you're a retailer, hurts. Returns are expensive. Virtual fitting rooms could help alleviate some of the cost. A couple years ago, you probably saw Apple have a big announcement on augmented reality. And it just stinks. Yes, it's kind of cool that you can put a Pokemon-looking thing on your desk. Your kids are like, I don't see it in real life. Where is it? And your kids are just stupid. It's not real. It's augmented reality. Keep in mind there are not stupid questions. There's just stupid people. I know you're saying. That could be a bumper sticker, Rob. Could put it on my tombstone. But Gap is hopping on virtual fitting rooms because returns are expensive. The nightmare of trying on 100 pairs of jeans could be soon past. I know you're saying... You know someone who's tried on 100 pair of jeans to get the right fit? Well, it feels like it. There's a company called Draper. They let customers create 3D avatars with their body types and personal styles to try on clothing. It doesn't feel or look quite right yet, but we're moving in the right direction. I like to try on clothes um, because I've got a slightly bigger build. So I've got really huge legs because I played soccer growing up. So when uh, men see my legs, they're like, oh, those are some great legs. Women start crying. They're so happy. So, but that means jeans don't fit me quite right. My upper body is the upper body of, how shall we say, a dad bod. And uh, I don't like it to, you don't want to put me in a Simon Cowell t-shirt if you know what I'm saying. 
Because then uh, I'm just pushing out in too many ways. I'm curvy, and I don't think I should be curvy. Yes, Simon, what are you going to say? Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. So fit is the number one point of friction for customers, and for me too. So Gap is trying to get this right very soon. Um, Apple's going to figure this one out, where you could scan your own body with some of their augmented reality sensors. And they'll cutely and nicely put little black underwear on you. And if you're a woman, a little black bikini top so that, you know, it doesn't, how shall we say, become racy. But you'll be able to try on clothes, which I think is a pretty good idea. Is it a breakthrough? Nope. Not in any way, shape, or form. One of the stories that I've been talking a lot about recently, because there's not a lot of big headline news, we're in a news cycle lull is Apple and Google and their dominance. Google gives away their software for free and they let companies like Samsung build phones without worrying about the operating system. Google and Apple are getting a lot of heat from governments around the world that some of your practices and practices aren't in our best interests. Uh, best interest of the citizens and like the Google store and the app store um, over at Apple, collect 30% commissions on transactions, that needs to come down. I think we'd all agree that 30% swipe is, it's, it's big. Now, Apple will say, well, that keeps the bad actors aside and the, the people who are going to take, you know, your kids $10 and not deliver any digital services for it. We make sure that doesn't happen. Do you know the one of the craziest stories I remember reading when we started learning about in-app purchases? It was like a six-year-old girl or a five-year-old girl in England who got her dad's phone, and I guess there was a Pretty Pony app. And Pony, you can buy it like ribbons and longer hair and brushes for its hair. And she spent $4,000 on her dad's app on his phone through the app. And that may seem crazy, but I could tell you, uh, my kids are spending more and more money on in-app purchases, and I think we do need to look at this. But the idea of punishing Google and Apple, it's not going to work. They'll come up with a workaround. Um, because, for instance, let's say you're playing Fortnite and you want to get $10 for the new season. Do you really want to shut down the game, send an email to Epic asking for the purchase, and they're going to send you a code so you can enable it? Most people are going to say, ah, it's too much work, too much work, too much work. We don't want to do that. So when you're playing Candy Crush and you just you're one move away from finishing a level and you want to spend that $1.99 for three extra moves, do you really want to shut down the app, go to your email, send an email to the company and say, we need three more lives? I don't think so. So the solution here isn't easy. And then you get Google who gives away their operating systems for free and they, they spend a lot of money developing that stuff. So I'm just trying to take the other side, and trust me, it feels weird defending these guys. It feels weird. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural. But that's part of my job. Let's take a look at the markets, shall we? Um, September is anew. We have a new month, a new day, a new dollar. Um, a lot of the way that corporate America works is you get paid every two weeks, so you get the idea that the turnover of new month is important. Stocks are rising today, except for the Dow. The Dow is down 33 little points, down less than one-tenth of 1%.
that's not much. The Nasdaq's not really rocking and rolling. It's up a little bit over half of 1%. And the S&P 500's up about one-fifth of 1%. There's not a lot going on. We are learning a lot about Elizabeth Holmes. And I forget how long that she's been around. She faces 20 years in prisons for each count of wire fraud if she's convicted. Um, what's interesting about her is Netflix did a full-length documentary on her. The blood starting, the blood testing startup. She's not a very likable person. For someone who has a lot of charisma, the charisma's not channeled correctly. So strangely, I'm kind of watching the news on her court case. It feels a little like OJ times where like, I should find something better to do with my time. But there's not a lot going on right now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.